What's happening, Chicago Bears fans? Welcome to my podcast. This is T-Formation Conversation. I'm your host, Lester E. Wiltfong Jr., and it has been a while since I've had the time to record a show. You know, I've had some good intentions, but every time I plan to get a show in, something has come up, you know, between the real job, between helping my wife with her photography business, between writing and editing at Windy City Gridiron, a family, and, and I'm a full-time student as well. Time has just got the best of me these last few weeks. I haven't had a chance to record, but since it's near the end of the year, I'm actually forced to burn off a few Cal days from my real job, so I find myself home on a Chicago Bears victory Monday. I got a little bit of time on my hands, so let's talk about the 6-3. First place, Chicago Bears, but more specifically, let's talk about Mitchell Trubisky. Great game Sunday, obviously, but but I want to talk about more of these what's happened these last few weeks. You know, b- Before the Bears actually owned the Lions on Sunday... There was a lot of negative Trubisky chatter from some national and some local pundits, uh, analysts, experts. You know, call them whatever you want. But but the in- insistence on some of these guys to nitpick over Trubisky's play and his development has me questioning their credibility. It just seems like a lot of these guys had their minds made up about Trubisky after internet scouting him at North Carolina. Uh, he only played one year there, so they had their minds made up that he wasn't going to be a, a good prospect or they're critical about the Bears making a trade-up to take him at two overall. Uh, so now they have to say stuff negative to make themselves look right. I don't get it. it it's idiotic. You know, in my opinion, it just makes them look like a bunch of asshats for, for, for continually looking for reasons to complain. It makes no sense to me. Is, is their reputation that frail that they can't admit when they're wrong? You know, some of these guys have, have grown their entire social media following by making moronic hot takes. So so just admit defeat. Take the loss on this one. You know, Trubisky's not going to be a bust. It's not happening. I'm not saying he's a future Hall of Famer, but if you really cannot see the growth from last season, his rookie year, to this year, if you can't see the growth that he's had from week one against the Packers to where he is now, if you can't see these positive traits that he has shown while also trying to figure out a new and complicated Matt Nagy offensive system, then you might be football stupid. I mean, there's no other way to say it. You're blinded by your own negativity, by your own desire to be right on these things. As a Bears fan, I was pissed about the trade at the time, to trade up from 3-2 to two to get Trubisky. But I'm not going to sit here and make up some BS to try and to show how right I was then, to try and justify my my me being upset at that trade. It is what it is, you know, it's it's over, it's in the past, you know. Here's just a brief sampling of some of the recent stupid takes about Trubisky. A lot of these are from the same jackass, so I'm sure you'll recognize them. And, and but mind you, these these takes I'm going to run through here aren't from disgruntled Lions or, or Packers fans or or even just just fans in general. These are from professional and paid NFL analysts. So just from the last few weeks, Mitch Trubisky is the Blake Bortles of the NFC North. He might not even be on a roster in 2020. He only throws touchdowns that are screens or shovel passes. And his other touchdowns, they're all on broken coverages. His mechanics have regressed since he was a rookie. I like this one here. You know, one dope called him the worst pure passer in the entire NFL. Worst in the entire NFL. People will be selling their Mitch Trubisky jerseys in three years. 
he throws the ball out of bounds half the time. Trubisky's only playing better in year two because of the new scheme. Dak Prescott would be a better fit for this Chicago Bears offense than Trubisky. This one asset said that he would not buy a Mitchell Trubisky. I'm sorry, he would not buy Mitchell Trubisky if he had him on a discount rack at Feline's basement. You know, I, I'd like to run down this list of ignorance one by one and go, and go through how stupid they actually are. But honestly, I think that would be an insult to the intelligence of the listeners to the show because you guys already know how stupid that list is. On Sunday against the Detroit Lions, in, in a game that was a huge game for not only the franchise but for him, he had the best day of his young career. And I'm not even going to talk about his numbers. I'm going to talk about his feel for the game, his feel for the offense. I'm talking about his work at the line of scrimmage, that opening drive, and, and how he kind of worked things the rest of the game. You know, he, he was conducting his offense. And yes, I'm calling it his offense because against Detroit, he was checking into things. He was killing other things. Uh, he was making the right reads on the RPOs. He was audibling into in the correct stuff. You know, all to burn the Detroit defense for a career high. 355 passing yards, three touchdowns, and he had one more running touchdown. He had a great game this last week. Sure, part of the reason he's on pace to break you know, all the Bears' single-season passing records is the game has changed. It is easier to throw in this day and age, but but come on. you know, Some people are comparing him to, to the Wentz and the, and the Goff jump from recently. You can't you can't look at what he's done and not see some of the parallels to some of those other guys. I'm not looking at his numbers compared to, you know, the 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 the, the Peyton Mannings, you know, from 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 way back when, or, or or Dan Marino's way back when. You know, compare him to his peers, where he's at right now. You know, he's he's improving. He he's on a good path. You know, I just don't understand some of the negativity constant negativity you know I don't think anything short of him taking the Bears to the Super Bowl and winning the MVP is going to silence some critics because like I said they want to be right that's okay you know it is what it is Uh, you know the Bears to their credit they say they've blocked out the noise Uh, Trubisky's off social media he's not really going on there he doesn't really read much of the stuff about him but he knows you know he, he hears things from from here and there his teammates understand it they all have his back you know they realize where it's coming from why it's happening but the cool thing is if anything this is just bringing the team closer together. And this is already a very close group of guys as it is, you know. It's cool with the Bears social media this year. We're seeing a lot of stuff, you know, in the locker room stuff. Uh, we're seeing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff we haven't seen before through the years. I don't know if that's Ryan Pace kind of uh, relaxing what he's wanted to do through the years or if it's just all Matt Nagy's idea because Pace's first few years with John Fox, we didn't get this kind of social media stuff. We didn't get this behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, we're getting right now and it's really cool to see the kind of behind the scenes stuff we see the the locker room after the games uh how they kind of interact with each other the fun they're having as a team it it just it just brings these guys all closer you know they believe in each other you know you can see them the, the, the belief they have in their head coach you can see they believe in the culture that is created at hallis hall it's just a fun time to be a bears fan right now six and three on top of the nfc north and after the drought we've had, that we've witnessed these last few years, you know, and the Bears not even being relevant in the NFL, how cool is it that we actually have some meaningful games played in November? You know, the Bears still have a really tough road to make the playoffs. 
Uh, you know, but this Sunday night against the Vikings is going to go a long way in determining the kind of team this is. Um, this is, you know, going to be a battle for, for NFC North, the top of the spot there. Uh, the Bears six and three, the, the Vikings five, three and one. The winner of this game Sunday night will be the NFC North leader. Big game for Trubisky. Uh, big game for the Bears. Big game for head coach Matt Nagy. Uh, we'll see what, what happens here when this goes, but, but this is probably the biggest game of his career. We'll see if he can rise to the occasion. We saw in, in the Packer game how he came out there and started that game. A huge game for him. Week one. Where is he at week one to week to week ten now coming up? You know, where is he as, as a player? I think the improvement has been huge. His pocket presence, his awareness, you know, his decision making, his grasp of the offense. He's still not all the way there yet. That's what makes this whole thing kind of cool to see, to see him grow in it. But what do I know? Uh, I'm not I'm not uh, an ESPN guy or or these uh, or these NFL Network or these uh, some of these other guys that want to take their pot shots and and try and be, be as right as possible by making uh, their negative remarks about Mitch Trubisky. But but anyway, that's my time, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show at Windy City Gridiron Podcast Channel. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Art19. Uh, leave us a rating on there. Also, I guess that's a, a big thing now. you got to leave that rating. Uh, follow the entire Windy City Gridiron crew on the Twitter at WC Gridiron. And give me a follow on there as well at WiltFongJR. So until next time, bear down, my friends. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>